You're listening to Finale, Episode 9, The Office. podcast that revisits the series finale of a beloved TV show that at least one of us has watched. I'm Carrie Angolia, and I'm here with Ron Richards. Hello, Carrie, and welcome to part two of our special The Office two-part series special. Thanks. (laughs) So if you listened to last week's episode of Finale, you heard us talk about the American Office series finale, um, and we thought it would be great to pair the American version with the British version. Yes. Um, but we watched the American version first, which is why we recorded that podcast first. And then we watched the British Office uh, series finale second, so that's why we're here now, despite this coming out chronologically first. Right, but also if you're listening, you could listen to them in either order. You could, although... We might refer to our conversation about the American Office, though. I very much... At one particular point, I know I will, but... uh, Oh, oh, all right, then. Yes. (laughs) All right, so let's um, dive into it. So we're talking about The Office, uh, the BBC series uh, that ran in the early 2000s. Uh, It ran for two seasons, a total of 12 episodes, uh, 13 or 14 if you count the series finale. Um, The series ended November 2002, but then a year later, they came out with the Christmas special, which serves as the series finale. It was a part two special that aired uh, on BBC Two, I think, um, or Four, maybe. I forget. Uh, someone can correct me on that. Uh, but it aired on December 26th and 27th of 2003. Um, it was a total 90-minute episode, so it was a 45 and a 45. Wait, this is already really meta. Yeah. What did we watch? We watched it all as uh, well. No, we, we watched the Christmas. We watched the Christmas special. The 2003 Christmas special. Yes. A year after the show ended. Yes. A year after the comedy show ended, not the fake documentary show ended. <laughs> okay, because in the American Office. Okay, here we go. Here's the first. The series finale ends with a year later. Yes. But this is in real life a year later. Correct, but also in this, three years it says later. three years later. Just to confuse us. Yes, and well, so going back to the to the parallels to the American Office, same concept. Yes. That it's revisiting the documentary that aired on the BBC, and they're doing a where are they now kind of revisit each of the characters, get the band back together, and they manipulate it to get them back together for a Christmas party. Yeah, so. which. So as we started recording, and I got that information, because I didn't have that information before, that first of all, this went for two seasons? Two seasons. 12 episodes. Six episodes each season. So I've seen already a significant percentage of this show. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> well, no, there's four, 13 or 14 if you count these the, the Christmas special. So, but Still, either that, yeah, percentage-wise, yeah. Yes. I'm doing quite well. Yes. Um... And that also... The Brits love their Christmas specials. They do love that. That is a common, or is it was? I don't know. Maybe or, no. It or still Brit- is. Downton Abbey yeah. had all of their big stuff happening around the Christmas special, whereas I feel like I don't know if we do that quite as much. No, we don't. We do not. But they, the Christmas special was always a big, is always a big thing with British shows, and in this case, it was the capper to the office, which was immensely. So actually, interesting. It was only two seasons on the BBC because the ratings were so low, but then it caught like wildfire got popular over here 
um, and became a huge cult favorite, um, which then allowed allowed them to do the Christmas special to kind of wrap it up, and then eventually led to it getting licensed and spun off here in America. Um, and, for better or for worse. And whereas, you know, this version ran two seasons for 12 episodes, the American version ran nine seasons for 201 episodes. Um, so say what you will. I like the less I mean, is more. I, 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 li- I will say what I will. <laughs> so did you watch, okay, before we get into this, did you watch any of the British office ever? Nary a moment. Nary a moment. Did, were you aware of it in the cultural zeitgeist? I was aware of it, but I don't think I was aware of it in 2002. Two in 2003. I think that I only knew about it because of the American office. Okay. And because after a while, I knew who Ricky Gervais was. Right. And that's what he did and where he came from. Right. So, yeah, I didn't know about it at the time okay. at all. And did you know anything about the storylines or, like, what it was? I mean, you, you knew it was a mockumentary, but... Yeah, yeah. and I knew... Again, the basic plot of this boss is kind of weird, but I didn't know. Again, I probably had slightly more familiarity with the plot lines of the American office than the British office. So because we watched the American office first, I kept on going, okay, Jim is Tim and... Pam is Dawn. Pam is Dawn and this person's this person and oh, they didn't get together in this one and oh, they... Right. So you're doing the mental math. I was doing the comparison. I actually have a little mapping list of characters. Like, (laughs) I think that Gareth is Dwight. Yep, correct. Dave is Steve Carell, but he never left in this one. Well, so so that's the point. That that, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. But go go on. Yeah. (laughs) Tim is Jim. Don is Pam. Correct. Yeah. And then that's really as far as I got. Okay. Um, So as you mentioned uh, in this series, Tim and Don never got together. Um, and that was made very apparent as that was a main plot line in this Christmas special. Right, but if the American office ended after season two... Exactly. Jim and Pam wouldn't have gotten together either. And she would have still been with her jerk from the warehouse. Yep, exactly. So did you pick up Dawn's jerk from the warehouse? That Lee? Yeah, Yeah. he's a jerk. That Lee. What a jerk, that Lee. Um, Well, he's just like a British, like, you know, like, stone-faced, you know, just like, you know, like he'll beat you up before he... I mean, there are some... Similar themes that carried throughout, which yeah. we can touch on as we talk about it. Yeah. So, impressions, thoughts. I totally get why you like this. <laughs> why is that? Oh yeah. So I should say I should, well I, before this is one of my all-time favorite TV things. I, the the British Office is amazing. I don't know what year I picked up on it, but it was before the American version of The Office. It was before the Christmas special came out. Um, I think because it was airing on BBC America or someone gave me the DVDs or whatever, but I just knew, I, I had heard about it and just thought it was brilliant and it was amazing and it was perfect. Yeah, so it makes total sense to me. Why? Because it's way meaner, it's way more awkward, and it's super dark. <laughs> this is like, now this to me influenced Arrested Development more than anything else. It is so horrible. Yeah. Everyone is so horrible. Even Tim, who we're supposed to like, who's supposed to be our hero, is mean. <laughs> and and it's weird. And it, it's way darker. And it's way more depressing. And David Brent is... And again, I didn't see the Steve Carell years of right. the American office. But man, is he just h- hard to watch. <laughs> really, really hard to watch. And I get, I get that you love that. So like, yeah. it makes perfect sense to me why you liked it. I... 
Also, this was a really, really long series finale. Well, yeah, it was a two-parter, so 90 minutes, it was a lot. I mean, it got... I was trying not to check my social media while watching it because I just couldn't handle it. (laughs) So I think going back to the American Office series finale where we talked about in the previous episode about Steve Carell and his role. So David Brent, Ricky Gervais' David Brent and Michael Scott, Steve Carell's Michael Scott, still the idea of the cringy boss who's striving for attention and for, you know, wants everyone in the office to like him and to love him, but they did it in two different ways. You know, Steve Carell played it in a much more emotionally vulnerable, just trying to fill the void or whatever, where Ricky Gervais and David Brent was just like, completely deplorable and like really hard to find anything you know um anything redeeming about his character it just the choices he made or just were just and it was just and it was less about watching those choices and more about watching the reactions i mean that's really where like jim on the american office owes martin freeman who plays tim on the british office for David Brent would say something, and Tim would look at the camera and be like, "Did he just say that? He just said that." Like it was just like, like it was those moments that were just wonderful. Um, but where the American Office finale suffered from a lack of Steve Carell, I think unfortunately this one in the opposite direction yeah, suffers. Yeah, pendulum from... swung way the other way. <laughs> like, this is a lot of David Brent. This is like a David Brent show. Yeah, I mean, well, the Office always was. I mean, yeah. like with the exception of of Tim and Dawn. There was no other real discernible B plot other than just watching the the, the train wreck that was David Brent. Um, I mean, he is just a tornado of awkwardness, except maybe the slowest tornado <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I one note I wrote is this show is way more awkward than the American one and possibly way more boring. Well, it was, it definitely is a slower pace. And as we were watching it, I was wondering what your take was on that was going to be. They, and I don't know if this was Ricky Gervais or Stephen Merchant, who was the co-creator on it, who I'm a huge Stephen Merchant fan. Um, Surprise. Smirch, as I like to call him. Um, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But uh, they would, they, they didn't do this as much in the American office because when when I explain this, you'll understand because it's like the first thing to go in an American development. But like they would just have shots of the copier. Yeah. And it would go for like 15 seconds or like just the stillness of the office and the mundaneness of the, you know, like they weren't afraid to slow things down, which I love. I love yeah. I love the, the, the experiential kind of just like e- even, even this where we've already had two seasons of the show. We know they work in an office. They're still going to hold the shot of everyone just sitting at their desk just doing their thing for like 30 seconds. You know what like, it actually reminded me of, which is just shows the paltry basket that I'm pulling from in terms of the media I've consumed. But it reminded me of that not-so-great Morrissey biopic we recently uh, saw. Oh, England is Mine. Yeah, yeah, where just everyone's just sitting in that office. There yeah. were so many. There were scenes that were just them sitting in the office, just yep. not really doing anything. Yep. And I can appreciate a, a couple of seconds of the copier moving. I think what I am challenged by is the that that's comedy. Right. I don't think that's comedy. I think that that is a framing device for the comedy that happens around it. Like, yeah. like I think that there's because the, the, the original Office had more, I think, more resonance about the idea of the Office environment, whereas the American Office, because it went on for so long and did had to do so much, 
broke out of the office more often, got more wacky, yeah. did weird stuff, you know, like had other stuff. Where like, if you watch the first two seasons of The Office, it it all takes place in the in that office. Yeah. It like it's, so it's confined. So was it a departure in for this Christmas special series finale to have so much David Brent outside of the office? Like yeah. Yeah. Well, because also because that was a show, so the so the Christmas special picks up. You know, it's three years later. David has been sacked from Wernham Hogg, which is the uh, the the paper company that they work for, and now he's a. A, he's not a traveling salesman, but he's a traveling salesman of, of cleaning stuff, and it's just like, and he's also trying to ride the coattails of whatever micro fame he got from the from the documentary being on the BBC, making appearances at nightclubs and things like that, and it's just sad. It's, it's really sad. It's really sad. And then they introduce. That's the first part. Like uh, the first part of this lays the groundwork for that, where it just says, okay, where is everybody? So David Brent's doing that. Tim is still at the at the job. Uh, Gareth has taken David's position. You know he's moved up, and that's that's the change in the office. And Dawn and her boyfriend are in Florida, babysitting. Like she babysits for money. There's like living with his her boyfriend's sister rent free. Oh, you know, and they're just like and and in Tampa, just like and so he's setting the ground for where they are. But then the second part is focused around the Christmas uh, Christmas party, and part of that is that the the head of the company who had gotten rid of David. For some reason, David keeps going to the office to hang out with them because he doesn't know any he other world. Have a yeah. life. And he and they're going to go to the Christmas party, and he lies and says he has a girlfriend. And so then the second part of the episode is just him going on blind dates through a dating service. This is before Tinder and before you know Match and all that sort of stuff. But um, and you know trying to show that he's not a failure in the eyes of the guy who fired him. You know, and they they gave him a nice ending. They gave him a the nice. Gen. They gave him a nice. Everyone denouement. gets their. Their their A couple happy ending and their B couple happy ending. Well, so that's the uh, that's the so the big thing about this Christmas special was what happened with Tim and Dawn. Yeah. And how how did you feel about that relation that whole B B plot line? Well, it took me a moment to recover from the fact that they weren't together. Right. Because again, I had only had any experience with the American Office as brief as that was, and. I thought I thought it was great. I thought it was cute. It was for me it was a redeeming moment. Yeah. And again, I I don't mean to sound so negative about it because I understand that this is a this was a hit and it's very funny to a lot of people and I I appreciate that. It's just not my particular sense of humor because I get too awkward and then I feel awkward in my own skin and that's not something I enjoy. But that moment was very nice. Right. So the moment being that so the whole episode Dawn is with Lee and they're in Florida. And Tim, they keep referring to the fact that Tim had made his play for her and got re- rebuffed or re- re- rejected, re- rebuked yeah. or whatever. And to the point where Tim keeps talking about it, other people are like, you're not going to say something to Dawn again, are you? Like, it was building up to it. And I thought they handled it, like, I remember watching it screaming because it's at the very end. The very last second, yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was, so there were a couple of things that I thought were interesting. So when we talked about the American office, I... I remarked on Pam's voiceover at one point where she said something about beauty in the everyday moments. Yep. But I think Tim had the the monologue in this one where he talked about there is no happy ending. Just because the cameras go off doesn't even mean it's an ending. Yep. And this isn't the end. And then to me the saddest moment when he was like, come back in 10 years. I'll still be here. And maybe I'll have a wife and kids, which I guess is supposed to be happy. But I was just thinking, oh, my God, you're yep. still going to be at that job in 10 years. That was 
That was sad. Well, but I, but I think I, I, I'm glad you brought up Tim's monologue because that, that that I feel like put the perfect wrap around the series where he says, I forget exactly what he says, but he says, um, you know, I just I just I applied for a job and I took and I took it. I didn't choose the people around me. You know, these people, you end up spending more time in a day than you do with your family and your loved ones. And the only thing you have in common is you share the same square carpet for eight hours. And in the rare instance where you find someone who you connect with and can enjoy the relationship, that's great. But that's, you know, that's just life. And then, and then he goes into the part that yeah. you're talking about. And I thought that not only did he sum up what The Office was about with that monologue. Yes. Better than I think The American Office did. Agreed. Um, but he also laid the groundwork for then as he's doing this, we're watching Dawn open her present from him. And it's a set of oil paints. And he's incur- telling her to never get it. The card says never give up on your art. Right. And that causes her to turn around and go back and just walk up and kiss him. And like. So he's talking about, I'll be here in 10 years. You're like, oh, that's so sad. But then after that, we see Dawn come back and just walk up and kiss him. And then you like, I personally, I scream and I'm like, it's not in 10 years. You're going to be happy because you're going to be together. And who knows? Maybe he will still be at that job. Right. But, but at, the, like, at the end of the day, what he said is still true. Yeah, just because right. the camera's off doesn't mean that's the end. Right. So maybe there isn't, we don't know if there's a happy ending. Right. Like those characters are not awesome people. So it's very possible that they don't. Yeah. work all that out. But let's say they do, just for the sake of argument, because <laughs> because that's a nice little ending for them. And and David Brent got his happy ending. And, you know, I think all of that came together in a very tidy bow. The other thing I noted was that they did still explore the kind of C-level celebrity thing. So, But they did it in really different ways. In the American office, that was with Andy and his acapella singing horror show and how that affected him. And in this one, it's obviously David Brent, who then is like being a human t-shirt cannon at a club. Right. I thought there's some other parallels to the, in the American office, it was Mindy Kaling and Ryan and her boyfriend and the baby. And in this one, it was... Dawn and Lee and the baby, like there's some odd little. There are little mappings that did that did ring true, and you got to wonder, like the the American folks tried to. The first season of The Office wasn't great because they were trying to emulate the first season of The American Office, but then they let Steve Carell be Steve Carell, and they found their identity. But I was surprised how much stuff from both finales mapped ten years later. I mean, like this 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 British one came out in 2003. The American Office is 2013, so ten years later, and there's little details where like, oh, those are very similar. Neil's getting married instead of Dwight getting married. We don't go to that wedding, but it's still it's still part of the plot line. Yeah, yeah. Um, We should mentioned though that this wasn't the end of David Brent um, in 2016 uh, D- Ricky Gervais put out a movie called David Brent Life on the Road that revisits the David Brent character uh, going for it with his music career which was a throwaway thing for the office but he emphasized a lot that uh, this was not an office film it was not an office really it was just the same character it came out on Netflix uh, in in 2016, and it, it it was not good. Yeah, how did that do? It was it was not good. It was no. very cringy, and it was very, but it was it was really really sad, and it was yeah. So, um, but that you know that that did continue the office legacy. Um, don't need to watch that. I would just advise that. Yeah, so, no, that's fine. 
All right, so based off this Christmas special, uh, would you go back and watch the original British Office, knowing it's only 12 episodes that are half an hour each? I don't like it. <laughs> I do not like it, Sam. I am. <laughs> I get it. I understand why it was a hit. Or yeah. not a hit, but a cult underground hit. Right. I really do. But it's not for me. Right. And the template that it laid, like, and launching the American Office and Parks and Rats and, and all that stuff. But... Yeah, I gotta. I uh, as much as I want you to watch this show, because it's so, because there's so many moments that like we still, me and my friends still quote to this day, and we still like refer to. Um, I I can't see you watching it and being able to not like put your head under a pillow and just go no. And, like, it's, and it's just, just, I just end up rolling my eyes and be like, oh, this is awful. Like so much of real life is awful. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why would we do this to ourselves? I also just don't think this would, I don't know. I just, it doesn't work for me, but I get it. I get it. I'm not saying that people who watch it are bad people. No. Or people not. who laugh at it are weird. Like I, I think everyone is lovely. Right. It's just not my thing. It, it makes me very uncomfortable. Did you enjoy watching either of these, the American Office or the or this stuff? Do you feel better of watched it? Do you feel like okay, I get that. I don't, you know, like. Oh, oh. do I feel like oh now I understand yeah. or like right. no I don't no. Yeah, Did you enjoy this 90 minutes that we spent watching this British show? I enjoy, I like talking to you about it. <laughs> but like, did I, I did not like watching, okay. especially the British office. I was just, it was so, oh, the dating game. And he comes out like, oh, it's As Austin so Powers. Austin Powers. And I just couldn't, <laughs> you know. It's very cringy. It was just, too much David Brent in this. It was too much David Brent. And just anytime he unbuttoned a shirt, yeah. like one extra button, it just was so bad. But do you see the little moments, like when him and Gareth were doing his dating profile, and there are, or like, or when when he showed up and and Gareth is like, oh, should have called ahead. He's like, not gonna call ahead. And they just do that whole back. And, I like, mean, <laughs> I understand why you think it's funny because you do that stuff all the time. You're like still talking about it. I'm like, can we? I'm 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 on to something else. Okay. All right. Well, let, let, let's move on to something else as well. So that's going to wrap it up for The Office uh, UK series finale, the Christmas special. I strongly recommend you guys go watch it. It's a, The Office is great. Um, yeah, and feel free to write in and tell me how wrong I am. Yeah, that's fair. I do feel like my role here is to be a wet blanket. So Not necessarily. I mean, my my uh, my favorite moment of this show is when of this podcast is when we find a show that you did enjoy and want to go back and watch. Like yeah. that, that's you know like yeah, like when with Boardwalk Empire. Like that was yeah. like that was great. It's that such was... a rare treat. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up. So until next time, uh, make sure you're following us at Twitter, at Finale Podcast, and Facebook, at Finale Podcast. Um, and, of course, you can find all the back episodes at FinalePodcast.com. And you can subscribe and listen to us on – we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on all the fun stuff. So wherever you Overcast, listen – Overcast, Pocket Cast. Wherever you listen to podcasts. All the casts. All the casts. If you break your leg, we'll be there, too. You know, after this, Ricky Gervais had a very successful podcast in the early days of podcasting. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The, he, he used to, him and Stephen Merchant did a radio show for XFM in England, and then in 2005, they started doing podcasts, and he was, like, one of the first big podcast people. It was a very funny show. Maybe I'll get you to listen to some of those. Maybe. And then we could do a TV series about it. Granddad
goodbye.